Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So yeah. I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Snack Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within their communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. This portion of the Behind the Wheel podcast is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Print Workshop. Yo, these folks, I tell you, you see the grit shirts, you've seen the grind shirts. I did a 30-day grind social media experiment, and I wore that shirt for 30 days, yo. And I washed it, obviously I washed it, but the care and the, the texture, the print, the ink, everything held up. So I'm very impressed, yo. For real, for real. When I tell you that the ink on the shirt held up, the colors of the shirt held up, I was so impressed. I contacted the manufacturer that makes the shirts. I contacted the creative print shop and said, yo, man, I'm very impressed with your shirts. I'm happy, pleased. And so, yes, they are, they are a proud sponsor of the Behind the Wheel and how I'm building this podcast. You know, they started in 2000. That's 11 years ago as a custom design company that drew custom designs on apparel with fabric paints. Yo, Brother Hazel has been in the printing and design industry for 20 years, yo. Over 20 years. I mean, when, you, when I tell you about the, the process, the care, it's one thing to say, you know, it's, it's a black-owned company, but the professionalism with which they handle your your order from Zanti, who is, you know, the office manager who's in customer service, always pleasant, always upbeat. Before you go to place your order, yo, there is a consultation. You sit down with the CEO and founder, the chief executive officer of everything, Brother Hazel, and man, it is um, from from the ordering process to review. You can approve your orders online. So if you're in need of design, print, garments, yo, they handle everything. I'm getting some mugs, some of the killer mugs. I can't wait till they come in, yo. Yeah, so to talk to a designer, give them a call at 443-842-3900. That number again is 443-842-3900. Yo, she's jogging on the block. All black, everything. The number again is 443-842-3900. Or you can email if you've got a question, info at thecreativeprintshop.com. That's creative with a K, thecreativeprintshop.com. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D-Rock, D-Livingstone. And today we got a special guest. She's all the way from Wichita, Kansas. She goes by the name, her stage name is Alex Celeste. Give it up for Alex. (laughs) Thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show today. I appreciate that. Absolutely. 
I, I, I came across your content on, on IG and I'm like, yo, I, I want to reach out to her and see if I can get her on her show and had to talk to her people, people, people. And, um, and we made it happen. So for those people who may not be familiar with you, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how you got started in this entertainment industry? And uh, yeah. Yeah. So I actually just started um, getting into music. It was last year. And I had I'd always kind of been into writing poetry. And um, I was just like very interested in a lot of the um, spoken word that mm-hmm. I would find like, different YouTube shows on and everything. And um, so I had been kind of into that for a little bit, but um, once I got a little bit older, I started getting more into theater. And that's when I think more of the artistic side kind of came out of me. Um, and it wasn't until last year, there was a specific moment when I was living in kind of like the Berkeley, Oakland area of mm-hmm. North Carolina. I was trying to kind of figure out um you know, how, how I kind of like fit in there and everything, like where my place was specifically, because I knew I wanted to do something as far as like activism and stuff like that. And it was just kind of a, I was already going through kind of like a rough time, just like in my own personal life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had gone out to a open mic night in Oakland and it was it was like everything you needed to just like, you know, take that woosa and breathe mm-hmm. in, out and everything. Like the whole two, two and a half hours probably that I was there it was just like super, um, I guess like meditative, but healing in a way. Like you kind of felt it, just like through words that everyone had to share. Mm-hmm. And Did you share that night? Sorry? Did you share that night? Oh, no, no, no. I was checking out the place. I was okay. like brand new to the area still. So... I was checking it out and it was it was really nice until it was one act that gone up and there were these two guys mm-hmm. and you know they had they had a dope beat they had a dope flow and everything and I was like okay let's see what they have to say and then all this just really misogynistic hate came out mm-hmm. like typically here in you know um a lot of the, you know, radio type of music that, um, it's just, it's words that kind of put a lot of negativity on your own, um, mindset and everything. Mm -hmm. So after having been built up and built up, it was like, I can't, I can't even stick around because I just kind of like, it ruined the entire experience. And so were you the only one that, that left Did, did, did like the whole place just like empty out after these guys performed or? Uh, no, no, no. The whole place didn't empty out after the guys performed, of course. But because um, everyone was still like, you know, vibing with their flow and everything. But for me personally, I was just sitting there like, I don't understand like how I can sit here and enjoy this being a woman, knowing how they're talking about women. Mm-hmm. And I know it might not be something that they specifically believe, um, which is probably which I could probably say for most rappers that you hear, whether they're commercial or underground nowadays. But it's just like that culture that's constantly hitting you, constantly hitting you, that it's become normalized and a lot of us have become desensitized from it. And so I went back home and I was sitting there, I was just kind of like gathering my thoughts and everything, just kind of like, you know, again, just like breathing and, you know, cool myself down and stuff because um, I, 
I, it just felt like a, like a curveball. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, okay, I don't want to sit here and just, uh, you know, be another person that says, oh, this was made me feel this way or this made me feel this way. And, you know, it was a horrible experience and stuff. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to like do something. And I'm just letting it come back with it. Mm-hmm. And so I sat there and I was just like, you know, in my phone, and I was just like writing stuff saying, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to put this together and put this together and I'm going to tell you about yourself and everything. And I put my phone notes away, clicked it, went to sleep. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do anything with that for real though. And it was probably six months later, I had moved back home and I looked at my lyrics that I had written again. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me see what I can do with this. And so I grabbed um the trial version for fl studios and everything and i was like let me just try this out see what i can do with it and everything and i started playing with just like some of the samples that they have like doing some quick and stuff you know and i was like you know what i would kind of i could do something to this i could do like uh-huh. a little I could do a little gig to this and uh, then i started putting the lyrics to it and i started coming up with more ideas and more ideas and stuff. And, like i think uh, I could actually like try and go somewhere with this because it's not like, it's not like I'm just doing this necessarily for the fun of it. It's Mm -hmm. like, I have a passion, like a really deep passion behind it. And I have a message specifically that I want to put out. And so even though I love to dance and I love to, you know, rock and everything, it's still something that is very serious lyrically. And um, yeah, so that's something that, so where, where's 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 the where's where's the verse where's the lyric where's it at? The lyrics? Yeah, the, the 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 song that you wrote. Yeah, so fun is a. That, that's <laughs> the song that you worked on. Fun is yeah yeah fun is well fun is the latest one that I have mm. out. <clears throat> so all of them kind of start that way. It'll be something that's in my head that's kind of like oh nope that one that one just got me heated. And so I'll go back, gotta write it up, gotta write it up, put a beat behind it and everything. And then, you know, something comes out. The very, very first song that I actually wrote that came from that time specifically mm-hmm. was called Excuse Me. So Excuse me. Okay. yeah. Is that out is that out in the ether? No, 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 it is not. That was literally one of my very first practice ones. We'll see, we'll see if that one sees the light of day. Yeah, I'm curious. That's that's the one. That's like that's when they got you started. That's that's gonna be that's that's, that's like when you when you're out there, they're gonna say, "Do you remember the first one? Were you there when after she came back from Oakland and she was pissed and she wrote that song? Remember that song? <laughs> it's like, yo, that's yeah. the one. You ain't got that track. You you didn't know her back then when she made that song. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm. That's the thing. That's the thing. So if I when I do like if I am able to revamp that one, I gotta make sure I do that one justice. But. Yeah. Yes. So you do all of your um all of your tracks, you produce all of your tracks, or you have a wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually it's just FL Studios and then I produce it all myself and then write the lyrics over it and stuff. That is incredible, yo. Well, I, I went to iTunes, so I yeah, just downloaded it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is um I seen you on your set, I was like, okay, she's uh this is this is different. You know, this is nice. I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, and now you're telling. I'm even more excited now because you usually I don't I don't know many female artists who actually make their own beats. So that yeah. that is like, 
Now I've got to go back and listen to it again. Like, oh man, so she did this. This is not like, I got to be, could somebody help me? And no, you're like, I'm going to do this myself. I could do this myself. Yeah. There was a retreat actually that I had, or not a, yeah, it was kind of like a week long camp that I had gone to in Atlanta and Mm -hmm. it was called Earth Girl. And it, it took place at Tree Sound Studios and it, it was amazing. Honestly, Mm -hmm. there were all these It didn't matter if you were the artist, if you, you were froze producer, up. You said there were you were, all these, um, you know, an agent. You had froze up. Oh. I can edit it out. You said there were all these. Oh yeah, yeah. There were all of these, um, you know, all of these women in hip hop who were in, you know, any any area. It could have been an agent, could have been an artist, could have been a producer. And honestly, it was it was really inspiring just to be around so many other women who mm-hmm. were just had their hands in every single field and stuff who were so talented who were so driven who you know i learned so much from there was so much that i learned about royalties about thinking about sync licensing about um just production in general how to use like pro tools once i you know end up starting getting into pro tools using everything it was just it was honestly inspiring for me knowing, mm-hmm. okay, I can go in, I can do this. I already know like how to put some things together, but just to know that you have a support network out there. Yeah. It's really important because one of the, um, one of the co-owners of the studio was talking to all of us and she was telling us that, you know, it seems like a lot of these guys that I see coming through the studio all the time, they know what they want. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going. They do all the calculations that they need to. And a lot of their success is because they have all the homeboys from their high school days coming in with them. And one person is on marketing, one person is on um, the law, media law side of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I see the young ladies come in, I see her and her mom and her mm. mom is the artist is the agent is the um you know is the manager is just everything mm. and you know as as much as your mom can do for you because your mom can do a lot for you yeah. <laughs> shout out um, to moms all over the world man uh. yes uh, yes yes moms moms are superheroes all over the world um but as much as she can do for you you really do need a team that has many hands to be able to reach out and really just focus in on their specific tasks to really get you to where you need to be and stuff. Because I mean, when it comes to just music, it's really your team and you know the, the expertise, the skill, the talent that they bring to the table that's going to elevate you. So, so you're building your team, or you in the process? In the process, yeah. I'm trying to make sure I get my feet wet first, and I really mm-hmm. like good understanding of what I know I need to do and then I can start bringing other people in and know like the areas that I would need them to help me improve on and stuff so it's all a, a work in progress that's all right it is it is a um you're, you're absolutely right it's a work in, in progress and success like leaves clues and you know it was thinking about some of the things that people do whether it's um like I did not I had just recently watched um entrepreneur the video you know uh, i heard the i heard the record and i was like okay 
That's nice. I'm a Jay Z fan. I'm a Pharrell fan. You know, so you listen to him. I'm like, okay, this is nice. But it did. It wasn't like, oh man. Let me put this. Let me play it again. Let me play it again. You know, just some things you just. It was okay. You know. Mm-hmm. And when I watched the video, then it went from it just being okay to wow, yo, this is mind blowing. Yeah. And th- then I watched it again. I don't. And when I tell you, I was sitting in my car, right. And these are the notes of the of the people. Yeah, I'm serious. It's not a, it's not a plug for Duncan. That's the only thing I had to write on that day. And I'm sitting down and I'm and I'm writing the notes of the individuals who were on, who were in the video. Like, and you're walking away and you're saying, "Dang, okay." So they only had two stars in the video. You know, Tyler created Tyler the Creator and Issa Rae. Everyone else were just ordinary people, you know, in their communities, just doing their thing. And so that, that, I found that fascinating, fascinating to me. And when I want, when I looked up like Issa Rae, like I'm not her demographic, so I'm not an insecure, you know, I'm not insecure, but I wouldn't be watching. I'm not against it. I'm not insecure. I'm not the demographic. I'm not the, but finding out, okay, her backstory it gives me like a greater appreciation for the work that she does because you you start to see it leaves a trail. And if you're interested in doing something, go find out the trail because it's there. You know, how did she start? Mm -hmm. And so you're absolutely right. You're definitely on, 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 on the right path. You don't need me saying that to you. You already know that. And it's obvious because you're already talking about it. I need a team. Where did you get this, this idea in your head that, you know, I need to go and surround myself with people, um, who are who are on a different level than I am to reach out to so I can elevate my game. Where did that come from? Um, I mean, I think a lot of it comes with me just kind of coming up in um I guess it, it started in high school when I did start to surround myself more with um theater kids because when I was younger and I want to say like middle school, elementary school, I was mm-hmm the most shy child ever. I I wouldn't say two words to you unless I had to. And it wasn't until I got into theater that, you know, first I was like, okay, I have to do this. I have to act on stage. I have to be like this vibrant person and everything. And people clapped at the end, you know? And so I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and, I don't like the clap. <laughs> Right. Like I can do, I can do this. And so I naturally just kind of like started coming out of my shell a little bit more after that. I got a lot more comfortable and it really was like the people that I surrounded myself with. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and so once I kind of like found a home in theater, I started venturing out into different organizations, participating in different organizations and Mm -hmm. I had more and more and more people that way. And I think it was during that time where I really realized the power of just talking to people. Like it's, yeah. it's one thing to know a person and to know people that have like contacts and stuff like that, which is a lot of the industry, but mm-hmm. I think it's another thing just to know about things as well, to be able to talk to people, because if you can sit down and you can have a conversation with someone where you're learning something and you're also, you know, letting them know about your experiences and everything that you've learned in your journey in life, then 
that one creates a bond, but it also gives you so much more knowledge to go forth and gives you like more confidence to reach out to more people. It gives you, um, it, it gives you the confidence in yourself just to be able to, you know, know that you can work on your own, but also realize that you do have to balance that out with like other people's contributions instead of in your own, in your own work. Yeah. So, yeah. We can get like in our own way and get caught up in, in, in our own head and just kind of like, okay, you don't know what you don't know. And then there's some people who you can't tell them anything. and it's like, wow, you know, you can, you can just go so, we can just go so much further if you, you situate yourself with people who are going in a similar direction or connect with people who have already traveled the road that you're looking to go down. It might be, you know, different destination, but it's, if they're in entertainment, okay, times have changed. I don't have an eight track player, you know, <laughs> CD player, they're down one. So it's different, but the, the whole idea of it, and just getting some insight would be helpful. And it's yeah. it's it's tremendous that you already, you know, you, you have your, your your mind right and I can't wait to see what happens. You know, I like following people's career and um and seeing them, you know, the early stages and continue to watch their growth and development. It is it's interesting. I find it's it's fascinating to me to be able to witness the drive and determination telling a story within you know a three to five minute period that's that's incredible that takes work it's not just oh those young whippersnappers are out there talking that talk you know what i mean this is work this is there's a whole you just mentioned advertising marketing you know law it's not just i'm just i just grabbed the microphone and i'm just talking but who there's there's a math behind it. There's a science behind it. There's something sonic. There's there's so it's 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 a whole industry. Yeah, yeah. Outside of you just doing getting up there and singing. So why fun? What made the um? How did you come up with the title fun for this project? So for fun, it um it literally all came down to me just wanting to have fun, and I can't like. It's just, it's the most like overt, like that's just what it is reason because so many times, especially, um, so I had gone to school and I had graduated in LA, um, mm-hmm. and, and uh, while I was going to school out there, of course, like all these girls, um, were always all like dressed up, ready to go out to the clubs, ready to go out to the house parties and stuff like that. And so, um, it's so, only like, that was the thing to do. Everybody was going to get up. We were going to like, you know, get, get dressed up, go out. And the thing is, is like, you, you're constantly your own bodyguard at that point, because it's like, sometimes even the, even the dude you're with, even the friends you're with, aren't going to be there to have your back all the times. And so you have Mm. to be the one that's staying vigilant. You have to be the one that's like watching out. That's like watching all of the signs. Like, oh, is he looking at me too much? Am I looking at him too much? Am I like giving off the wrong body language, even though I'm literally out here just trying to have fun? And it's like, if I want to, if I want to go out and I want to do certain moves that might, you know, cause a little bit more attention um, my way or whoever's way, it's like you have to watch where you're doing that and when you're doing that. And so that's one thing. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure, yo. 
it's a lot of pressure. A lot and it's of stuff a lot to take into consideration, like just to to go out and have fun, just dance yeah, and be free. It is. It's a it's a lot of like mental work, and so you get kind of exhausted. That's why I feel like sometimes I I might look like I'm just hella blanking out, or um, or I might not be all the way there. But it's it's literally just because I have all this other stuff processing in my mind. Like I can't do this or I can't do that and everything. But I know when it's just like me and the people that are closest to me, mm-hmm. I can do like I can do whatever I want and no one's gonna take it the wrong way or anything like that. And so um it's just it's having the ability to go out wherever you want and literally just have a good time um drinking as much as you want to without having to make sure that you're still like, you know. Mm-hmm in the pilot seat and everything and i feel like with a lot of guys that that might not be something that they have to worry about i'm sure like for certain men there are i know there are but i think for girls it's kind of more of a you gotta stay alert more of a ubiquitous thing like it's it's definitely always there so so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play this So this is Alex Celeste. This is this is um in the home, like this is crazy, yo. <laughs> and you did the beat too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of work, yo. That reminds me of, of, of Nipsey. He even said, "Yo, if you can't do it." Back up. Let me, um, you know, move from behind the board. I'll take care of it. You're laying, laying the tracks, and you so you're like in the booth and running from the booth to the computer. And then and this is, oh man, this is like so exciting, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is like so exciting. <laughs> Celeste, like I didn't hear that. Oh my god, Celeste. <laughs> Oh man, this yo! If you haven't downloaded that track, go and get it off of iTunes. Fun, Alex Celeste here live with us. Thank you so much. Oh man, and you got to see the art, the cover art. You see the cover art? Oh yeah, yeah. I my focus there, yo. Pencil got the bootleg, yo. Go and support this artist out of Wichita, Kansas. Alex Celeste, thank you so very much for being with us. We certainly appreciate you. Oh, man. Continue success in your journey. Thank you. Appreciate being on the show. Thank you so right. much. You're welcome. All right. All right.